like it or not, the senior and elderly population is vulnerable to negligence committed by medical professionals, nursing home and assisted living facilities, pharmaceutical and medical device companies, insurance companies, and everyday individuals and businesses. The Injured Senior Podcast is here to help. Steve Heisler is the creator of the National Injured Senior Law Center and has been advocating for seniors' rights for over 20 years. You have questions, and Steve Heisler has answers. This is the Injured Senior Podcast. Dr. Johnny, so let's talk about COVID-19 in nursing homes and other long-term care facilities. Uh, You heard the statistic, 38% of all U.S. deaths happen in a nursing home or assisted living uh, facility. Can you talk a little bit about why so many people in nursing homes uh, are are coming down with COVID? Yes, of course. So again, we have to remember this is a viral and this is a respiratory viral infection. So it is spread via close contact um, the arrest with, with respiratory droplets in close contact for prolonged exposure. And, and, and the definition there is six feet for longer than 15 minutes. So if you're within six feet of somebody for longer than 15 minutes without a mask on, your risk of acquiring this virus from the other person is, is, is pretty significant. It's not just nursing homes. It's all congregate settings um, where you have patients or people in close contact for prolonged periods of times. Nursing homes, as we said, prisons, meatpacking plants, cruise ships, these environments set people up for prolonged close exposure. Nursing homes, however, are unique because population of people in nursing homes tends to be the population that is most vulnerable to uh, disease and death from this pandemic. Okay. If you look at if you look at hospitalization rates, they they skyrocket as you get older. And you look at elder, you look at fatality rates, they skyrocket as you get older um, uh, due to this uh, due to this pandemic. Um, the elderly are most vulnerable. So when you have a group of elderly patient, elderly people um, in a closed environment, um, you're likely to see. Um, COVID-19 spread rapidly and, and, and uh, harm and, uh, harm those patients. I take it that uh, the, the nursing home industry was probably, you know, felt like they were hit by a brick uh, over the head when COVID happened. Uh, and early on, um, it was just kind of like, uh, just do what you can do to stop the bleeding. Uh, we're we're in, a, in the month nine now. Do you think that things have stabilized and gotten a little better as far as prevention uh, in uh, in the nursing home uh, uh, arena? Well, I think, think we've made some inroads for sure. Uh, certainly, we have testing available now that we can do. Um, we can get rapid tests back um, within 15 minutes and be able to test our nursing home populations frequently. Um, we hopefully, if we can educate people to wear masks outside of the nursing homes, then when they come in to visit their loved ones, um, that um, they, their, their risk of them passing the virus on is, is, is less because they haven't acquired, acquired it on the outside. If you can reduce your case rate or the number of positive cases in your community, 
you're going to reduce the number of positive cases in your home. Are the deaths, uh, and I, I don't know how close you monitor the statistics, but are the deaths decreasing in, in the nursing home arena, or has it kind of stayed steady, or do you know anything about that? Yes. So, so if you look at the curves um, for daily case rate, um, daily uh, hospital, uh, let's see. If you look at the, the, the curves for daily cases, hospitalizations and deaths, the daily cases and the hospitalizations mirror each other, mirror each other. As the case rate goes up, the hospitalization uh, rate goes up. Um, it lags behind about a week or so. Um, and those curves are unfortunately on their way up. Um, I think we mentioned earlier um, the, uh, the number of cases in the United States were 10.6 million cases and 242,000 plus deaths. And we've had, I think we had 150,000 positive cases, new cases today. Um, the one positive uh, curve, if you will, are the daily death rate. Um, our death rate has come down with this pandemic. And that has to do with, again, um, early testing, early diagnosis. Um, and we have, we've made some inroads in treatment um, that has impacted survival that we didn't have back in uh, March and April. Right, you saw the president came down with with it, and he got, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this. Is it Re, Rems Desivier or, um, I mean, he he was given well, like uh, you know the Rolls Royce of of uh, treatment uh, options for the average Joe or Jill in the nursing home. What what type of um, uh, remedies or or, or uh, treatments are they are they being given? So, so the, the one treatment that has been shown to impact survival is, um, is Decadron or dexamethasone. And that was in a trial called the recovery trial out of the United Kingdom. And essentially, once patients with COVID-19, once they develop hypoxia, meaning their oxygen saturation uh, falls below a certain level, namely 94%, if you administer Decadron, that you, you will reduce the mortality rate um, by 18%. And if they get on a ventilator, you reduce the mortality rate by um, upwards of 30%. Um, so Decadron is the one medication, the one intervention that has been shown to impact survival the most. What you're referring to there is, what you referred to, Steve, was the remdesivir, which is an antiviral. And that is what the president got um, and what remdesivir does is it acts upon the virus and, 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 and kills the virus. It hasn't been shown to improve survival. What it's been shown to, to improve is, um, is time to recovery. So it has been shown to reduce the, um, the duration of the illness with a trend towards a possible survival benefit, but the study that uh, did not clearly define that. So the protocol is, what do they start with, uh, if, if someone is uh, uh, afflicted with uh, COVID, uh, is the protocol to start them on the... Dexamethasone. Dexamethasone, so, right. So the protocol, uh, if somebody is diagnosed with COVID-19, um, the protocol is basically supportive care. You treat, you treat it like any other viral infection, you know, fluids, Tylenol, uh, bed rest, 
that, that, that sort of thing, supportive care. If a patient develops hypoxia, meaning their saturation drops below 90%, and at that time, patients should go to the hospital and be evaluated because the treatments are then indicated, namely the dexamethasone and remdesivir. Oh, so anyone that presents to a hospital with a sat rate under 90% is going to be given one of those two uh, medications? Actually, it's under 94% of what the guidelines say. So saturation okay. rate less than 94%, dexamethasone, and possibly remdesivir. Great, great. All right, I've got the question of the show for you, Dr. Johnny. I know you've probably been waiting for this question. How close are we to a vaccine? And if you you watch the news or you read the paper, you just hear so many conflicting things. I, I know you're not Dr. Fauci, but I'm just wondering uh, if you have any insights as to when we can expect uh, to to see a vaccine and hopefully get back to some sense of normalcy. Yes, well, the last I heard from Dr. Fauci uh, a week or so ago, is that we could expect the vaccine data to come out by early to mid-December. Um, and Pfizer, I believe, has come out with some preliminary data showing 90% efficacy with their vaccine. From what my reading has, has, has told me is that we could expect distribution of the vaccine probably after the first of the year. The vaccine, from what I understand, is going to be a two-part administration separated by a few weeks or a month. Um, and if 90% efficacy pans out to be true, um, we could uh, get this virus behind us, hopefully by the end of next year. Huh. Boy, from your lips to God's ears, Dr. Johnny. Um, I, will the aging population, the seniors and elders, will they be the first to get uh, the vaccination or you have any uh, idea about that? From what I understand, they are prioritized to be the first ones to get the vaccine because, again, they're the most vulnerable. Got it. Dr. Johnny, again, thanks for the information that uh, you provided today. Very thought-provoking and really answered a lot of questions about COVID-19. Uh, I want to thank you for hitting the trifecta, which means you've been on this show uh, three times. That's uh, that's uh, more prestigious than uh, appearing on Saturday Night Live three times. So uh, Alec Baldwin and Tom Hanks, they have nothing on you, Dr. Johnny. So I want to thank you for coming on and really shedding some light on, on this whole COVID uh, situation. Now, if somebody wants to follow you or or maybe get in touch with you, is there any uh, social media that you have uh, where they could find you on? I'm on LinkedIn. Okay, so they can find you on LinkedIn? John Cascone, MD. John Cascone, C-A-S-C-O-N-E-M-D? Yes, sir. Thanks again, Dr. Johnny. We're going to have you back again because we're going to have to talk about, I think we discussed earlier, Legionnaire's disease or uh, urinary tract infection. So. Uh, you are an encyclopedia for, for our listeners about infectious diseases. So thanks again, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon, my good friend. Thank you, Now Have a good day and stay well. 
injured senior and aging population community. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I want to again thank Dr. Johnny Cascone for appearing on today's show. Really, really good stuff uh, about uh, COVID-19. Um, and I'm sure we can all breathe a sigh of relief when we hear that we might be rid of this, uh, hopefully by the end of next year. So that's good news. If you love the Injured Senior Podcast, uh, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Uh, if you want to share your story on an upcoming show or have any suggestions or comments about the show that you want to talk to me about or share with me, uh, please email me at steve, S-T-E-V-E, at injuredseniorhotline.com. As you know, I answer all emails. So have at it. I'm looking forward to, to reading them. So until next time, I am so looking forward to next week's show. Stay safe, and I will talk to you then. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Injured Senior Podcast with Steve H. Heisler. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more or to get help anytime, go to InjuredSeniorHotline.com or call 855-622-6530. We'll see you next time. 